Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. Today, we're going to talk about um, some of the steps we have been taking as a church. We started our podcast talking about the merge, and today we are going to talk about the move. Mm, Um, In our previous episodes, we've been talking a lot about doing local ministry with, you know, some of the things going on in the country. We can get distracted about uh, those things and miss opportunities to to minister locally. Mm. And so we wanted to give you an update of what's happening with our church after the merge. So recently, what we've done I don't even know if we did a podcast last week because we were in that, the yes. <laughs> deep in the throes. Did we get one up? Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know if we got one up, we but yeah. <laughs> we were deep in the throes of selling our building right. that we were meeting in on, on Sunday mornings and throughout and and moving back into the facility that I used to pastor in in a different part of town. So, yes. brother, yes, why did we do all of this? Yeah. Well, I think the big answer is, you know, I mean, we sold it as a way to fulfill our vision of ministering in the West End of our city. Yes. I mean, that, that's where we want to be. I mean, that's we, we've talked about that from the beginning. Um, Kenny's former church, uh, which is where we're sitting at now, we've yes. changed places where we record the podcast, but Kenny's former church uh, is located in a historically African-American community uh, that has been underserved and neglected for uh, many years. And and so when when we merged, we started meeting in my former building, which was actually in a completely different part of the town. Yes, um, on and the edge of town. On the edge of town, <laughs> in the more influential. I mean, literally, we had some of the most expensive homes. Yes, in all of the Boot Hill, like right next to our church. So, um, so that was very different. That was a that was a change. And so, um. What we realized is that we weren't. It was going to be very, very difficult to do ministry in the West End from that location. Right. Uh, and so we we wanted to we wanted to try to say, okay, how do we how do we how do we get back into the community? You know. And and one of the hard things about the merge is I knew we were kind of taking Smith Chapel. I was taking Kenny and his faithful preaching here, kind of taking it out of the community. And so I'm like, okay, we got to figure out how to get back. And so. Uh, earlier, I guess it was in last year, we were able to purchase some land uh, that was in the community uh, uh, on the West End. And our hope was not necessarily to build a church building, yes. but to build a community center. And so if we were going to be able to do that in order to have the funds, we're not a huge church, uh, but in order to have the funds to be able to do that, uh, we were going to need to sell the building, uh, the other building that we were meeting in. And so that kind of leads to our second reason for selling the building, Kenny, which is? Which is to, to build that community center. Yeah. And I was actually born and raised in this community that we are talking about. And when it was, uh, I would say, thriving uh, better, doing better than what it is is now, the children, they had a, a place to go, and not just the children, but even grown-ups had a place to go where they could have events, where they could um, actually get some sort of training. It's the former Lincoln School, the 
the Lincoln School was the uh, school that African Americans went to during segregation. Right. Uh, when the schools was integrated, it got turned into somewhat of a community center, and people were able to get job training. They were able to. We had basketball leagues. We had all type of different events, talent shows, uh, in this building, mm. and so that it was a symbol. It actually became almost like a symbol in the community. It's a place where you go um, if you wanted to do something. Right. And so Lincoln, the Lincoln School kind of has um, <laughs> come, come into disrepair over yeah, the years. Right. And like people in the community don't have anything to do. Uh, the kids in the community. And, and mm. we know this because when we first merged, we... We walked around the neighborhood and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do with the with the building, mm-hmm. uh, our, our church building, um, what we were going to do with it in the community. And so we, we did surveys and I mean, almost to a person, they were saying we need something for the kids to do. They're right. mm-hmm. they're out in the streets or they're on their devices and they're getting in trouble because they don't have anything to do and they mm-hmm. can't really get to the other parts of town or pay the money um, mm-hmm. in the other parts of towns to do the other activities. Right. And so we say it would be nice for us to be able to, to fill that void. Uh, another thing was that uh, in this community, there's a lot of church hurt. It's a lot of people yeah. who, who look at the, the churches in the community and, and see some of the abuses of the pastors and, and some of the behaviors of the members and, and just how they've been treated in the church themselves. And they have this hurt and this perception of the church that they don't want to set foot in the church anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we were thinking, what if we built a building that was uh, more geared to, for the community where they can have a positive, um, a positive perception of, the of building. this building yeah. and we meet in this building on Sunday mornings and we can take away some of the offense, not necessarily the offense of the gospel because the gospel stays the same, but some of the, right. the offense of the churches previously mm. in the community. Hmm. And so that was some of the reasons why we, we wanted to build a community center in this neighborhood. Good. Uh, so brother, which, and we, what is another reason why we sold the building? And again, we, we could never do that. We can't do that if we held on to the other building, right? Because we just didn't have the the resources to be able to do yeah. that. So, which yeah, kind of leads to a third reason, which was really to communicate our commitment to the community. Yes. Um, I mean, one of the things we've we've talked about you you can't serve if you're unwilling to sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and so we had to be willing to to make those to make some sacrifice, and is and it was hard, and um, and really, if we're honest, a, you know, a bit risky to yes. to sell the building. Um, I mean, it was big, it was large, it was paid for, you know, we would never have to build anything, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, and so it was risky in that sense. But in, in many of the, you know, just as we talked with some of the, the, the former Trinity members, um, I mean, they had, they had good memories in that, in that building, you know, yeah. I mean, that was, uh, I mean, I baptized my son there, you know, that was where yes. Isaiah was baptized. So that, that's good, a good memory. And some, many of them were baptized in that building and, uh, you know, some of them were married, you know, in that building, and they've had years of, of, of going to services. I mean, we still had some charter members who were there uh, in 1966, you know, who, yeah. when, the, when the building was built. And so so all of that was there, but it, but it was good and right for us to be willing to, to make that change and to kind of sacrifice our familiarity and, and uh, to, to meet somewhere else. Really, I mean, we're we're doing what the the former Smith Chapel members did because when yeah. we merged, they left 
the building that we're that's in the West End, so that they could come and meet, you know, all the way out uh, where we were before. So that was a challenge for them. Yes. Uh, and now some of the former Trinity members are having to make that challenge of 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 leaving this space that they had grown to love and cared and had good memories about, you know, uh, and so. So that that was that was that was good, but it takes that. Yes, you know, I mean, it takes that that kind of. We're willing to make some sacrifices. We're willing to leave our familiarity. Uh, we're willing to to make some adjustments. You know, uh, to fight for diversity because otherwise, it's just not going to work. It's I mean, not. that's something that we've brought up a lot. Is if if diversity is going to happen in a local church, it's going to require sacrifice. Amen. Not not just on the majority culture and not just on the minority culture. It's gonna it's going to require sacrifices from both everybody. cultures from everybody. Yes. You know, and so I think that's. That's something that you know we we felt like selling the building was a good way to say, hey, look, we're 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 bought in, you know, yeah. like we're we're in this, and uh, and it it is it is going to be hard, but we're we're committed, you know, and we want to we want to be involved. So, Kenny, what those are some good reasons, right? Those are kind of the reasons why we wanted to sell the building. What were some challenges that we had to overcome <laughs> in order to, because I, I know there are people out there that are, especially if you're a pastor or minister, you're out there thinking who like, what are you talking about? Selling the building. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like, so what are, what are some of the, what are some of the challenges that we had to overcome to make that <laughs> right. happen? I mean, selling the building really is kind of crazy. Generally, when you think about a church selling the building, it's because they're about to close, right? right? <laughs> Which we had to, that was a challenge. We had to communicate to the rest of the city of Sykeson that we weren't actually closing. No, we're not closing <laughs> at we're all. We're actually still a church. We're, <laughs> st- we're still meeting. Like, yes. if you think about it, like, same thing with the merge. It was like, well, yes. one of the church has to, one we're, of them have to yeah. be dying, right? Dying. Both churches are dying. They're just right. coming together. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No, that's not the case either. But yeah, right. uh, selling a building, there's some logistical <laughs> issues. Yeah. That you have to work. It, it sounds great. It does. It sounds great mm. uh, until you have to start clearing out a building that you've been meeting mm. in for fifty six years. Fifty six years of stuff. Yes, you accumulate yes. a lot over fifty six years. Yes. Like I mean, I've you know I've lived in homes for a few years, several years, and had to move, and mm-hmm. I did not like that at all. Right. Like, imagine being in a building for 56 years and accumulating 56 years of of things. Stuff, yeah. I mean, it was a lot. It was. It was a lot. And so what we would recommend... This is is a conviction. Every church. This is a serious conviction. (laughs) Every Every church church. should have a purge day in their building. Mm Mm-hmm. Every year, yes. Every like, put it on the calendar. You could make it like a like a. You could try to do like a s- positive spin, like the like a jubilee Sunday. Right. Where we're just gonna give everything back away. Yes. We're jubilee, you know. <laughs> there we go. Because purge Sunday, purge day sounds kind of bad. It does. Yes. It, whatever. So whatever. It, you every call spring, it. Yes. you know, you just go spring on cleaning. spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. Just call it a spring cleaning day, but. You need to get maybe do a sale or something, which mm. we had a sale. Do something yes. to to just purge everything that you are not using any longer. Right. Whether you give it to members, where you sell it, That's do right. whatever you need to just do. Get, get it out. But um, mm. don't don't uh, accumulate fifty six years of stuff and then try to <laughs> <That's right. laughs> try to clear out a building. Get it done in a month. It's yeah. gonna be yeah, it's gonna, gonna be hard. Change. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the challenges. What else you would say, brother? Well, and and because we had all, I mean, there's no way that you and I or even the elders or whatever could do all that work, and so we had multiple work days. I mean, we had like we had like 
it was almost like every Wednesday and every Saturday was a work day yes. for, for a while. You know, we did have like three, I think three Saturdays in a row, maybe. Yes. Maybe not in a row. Yeah, we had one. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, one clearing this one out. Yes. Like we had to, clearing, to, like cleaning this one up and mm-hmm. another another two. <laughs> trying to get everything out. Trying to get out everything out the other building. The building. Yeah, so and so a lot of work days. Another, another conviction that we came to in that, never, ever put pianos upstairs yes. in a church building. Why would you do that? Uh, they're really hard to get up there, and they're even harder to get down. So yes. um, don't do that. That's another another conviction we learned. What about else? What 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 else? Is, what were some other obstacles? I mean, there are some just difficult circumstances, right? Just some yeah. some some hard circumstances that we are going to face, or we will we are facing right now. Yeah. We we left a building that was a nice size. Yeah. And so now the space that we're meeting into is limited, limited mm-hmm. as far as um, seating, limited yep. as far as um, rooms, rooms, have so many right? rooms here, storage mm-hmm. is an issue, parking is yes. an issue and understanding that this is kind of a first world problem. Yeah, because our it's brothers true. and sisters across the world, around the world would know, rejoice. Yeah, so true. Yeah, right? it's so true, man. We'll rejoice in what we have. But I mean, there is some some, you know, adjustments that we have to make in. And mm-hmm. there we are, you know, in a, in a tighter space and yeah. parking is an issue and things like that. So that, that's part of the difficult circumstances. Um, we think about the kind of the results of the pandemic and supply chain issues. And we're yeah. trying to build a building in the midst of wood being at a re- ridiculous, crazy. like that's any right. building supplies at a ridiculous cost right now. I know. Uh, but we we believe we serve a God who owns the cattle of a thousand hills and we're just asking right. for a few of those hills just a right. few just <laughs> right. a couple of hills, Lord. yeah we, we believe god is able to do it so that's right i mean even though the cost of building is crazy we're hoping that that cost goes down but we know the lord is able to provide and mm. we're also dealing with a time frame that is unknown right like, there's a lot of factors things that are out of our control and, yep. in a lot of situations and mm-hmm. and so the time frame is unknown and we don't necessarily deal well when, when it comes to the unknown and so yeah you know those are just some of the difficult things that that we are working through and there there are going to be challenges when you're doing right. things like this and so um we we have to uh, be mindful to lead with grace with one another because it's easy for us to look at those challenges and then, you know, attack one another. But yeah, that's right. Just understand that we're in this together mm. and there are yeah. going to be challenges and then whatever you do. It's going to be challenges right. if you stay in the same spot. So that's right. You just got to be yeah. mindful of that. What mm-hmm. else, brother? What are an, other challenges? Well, I think, you know, this is kind of has been a challenge and will continue to be a challenge is you know, just helping people see the vision, helping people understand it, like why is this necessary, what, you know, why is this important, and and then maybe the bigger one, I mean, really helping people embrace the vision. Yes. Because it's one thing for you and I or the elders or the leadership in the church to, to have a vision. It, it's another thing for the whole church body to say, we're in. Yeah. You know, we're, we're bought in. Um, and you need everybody to be bought in when you have three Saturday uh, oh, yeah. in a row, you know. And so, um, and so, it, it's it's not easy to walk by faith. It, it's it's not easy to kind of move towards. I mean, uh, if if you know, we sold this huge space, and now we're meeting in this small space, right? And it's easy for people to kind of look around and go, "Why did we do that?" Yeah, you know, like what's you know, and 
Um, and we have a vision for this new building, right? That will be nice. Yes. And but but that building is we ain't even bro- broke ground. I mean, we're still now, you know, we're still working on the plans yes. for that. Um, and so I think I think just getting people to kind of, you know, um, buy in without abusing the whole vision language. Yes, which I've heard done a lot. Which oh, always man. was was kind of one of those things where I was like, I don't know if I want to use even that language. Right. Because you hear guys saying, well, I've got a vision from the Lord. And, oh, man. And my vision from the Lord necessitates the church buying me a brand new airplane, you know, or a, we've got to, you know, we've got to do this building project and we've, you know, and the Lord's going to provide and kind of everybody in the church is going, yeah, I don't know. And, <laughs> and then in 2020, weird. we had the, you know, 2020 vision yeah. Uh, you know that was coming. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, vision language can be abusive, right? Right. And so we, but you, but at the same time, you don't want to, um, it, it's, you know, risk is right. It's right to move forward. It's right to, to live by faith. It's right to yeah. do some of these things. And so, man, just, just balancing that, I think, is, is a, was, is a challenge. Um, Continuing to balance that is a challenge. I don't want to use the vision as a as a sledgehammer, as a way right. to just get people to, you know, well, you know, if somebody's asking questions, well, how are we going to do this or how are we going to, you know, I don't want to just respond. Well, do you believe in the vision? Or are you following the, you know, like I, I don't want to. But at the same time, there are some times when I need to say, I don't know how right. we're going to do that, but but we feel like this is the right vision, and so we're going to move, we're going to lean into it, we're going to move forward with it, and so yeah. Just finding that balance, I think, is is um, pretty pretty crucial. Um, it is right, and um, you know, I, I believe that if we're not doing anything that if we're we're not doing anything that we can't do under our own power, <laughs> yeah, then I I think we are. No, I I can say pretty firmly that we're our faith is yeah we're we're not. I mean, and again, that language can be abused, but right. It's wrong for us to overcorrect and act like that, you know, we we can do things under our own power. Mm. And God yeah. wants us to depend on him. He wants us in prayer. He wants us crying out to him to yeah. to do and what only he can do. That's and right. he gets the glory through that, right? That's right. That's and right. so risk is right, planning is right, but we do have to leave space for mm-hmm. uh, for God to move and yeah, and good. so that he can be glorified through it. Cool. Yeah. So what are our what are our hopes for the future, brother? What are we as we sit in here in our new place for recording and had our first Sunday here, you know, yeah. uh, last past Sunday? What are what are some of what are some of your hopes for the future? I do hope that in in as we move forward in the vision and we make all these changes, and I hope we grow in our love for one another mm. and and avoid division. And and the good and and glorious news and one of the graces and mercies that that God has shown me through the merge is that our people have been really good about that. Yeah. I remember, you know, the pandemic coming six months into the merge. Right. And it's like, uh, okay, how are we going to keep people connected? Yep. And they did it. You know, Mm -hmm. they stay connected and Mm -hmm. and grew in their love for one another. And I'm hoping that even with the changes that we are making now, Mm. people will continue to grow in their love for one another. Right. You know, Satan can use times of change and uncertainty to to drive division within the body of Christ. And I'm, I'm hoping that we are so united in our identity in Christ and mm. not focus on all the other 
other things that could lead to division um, right. that he will fail. Satan will fail in, in trying to drive a wedge between us. So that is that is that's our first hope. Yeah, that's good. What that's else good. would you say, brother? Well, I mean, obviously we want to we want to bring hope to the community uh, through the needs that we can meet. Yes. Uh, and, and I think this is, you know, this is one I've struggled with, you know, some because it's like, well, you know, you've got to preach the gospel at every event. You've got to you you've got to have a bible study at every event. You've got to and 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 I don't want to say, I mean I don't want to be careful to say, oh we're just going to do it. We're going to meet all these physical needs, right? Right. Um and we're not ever actually going to point people to Jesus. Like that's not true. But but at the same time, I don't want to say um I mean like part of part of what we want to do is 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 create hope in the community, right? Yes. I mean um we like like you talked about with that with that building that was there before. I mean, um, with the with the Lincoln Gym. Yeah, I mean, there was just this play. There was just a space to kind of be together and laugh together and have fun together and compete together and have birthday parties. And yeah, whatever else it was, right? I mean, there was just kind of this space for that, and that space has kind of been lost. And so, I mean, the idea of trying to. I mean, I know we're not going to be able to completely recreate that. But right. but but being able to you know have a space like that and just 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 love just genuinely love on people yes you know as a means to evangelism amen you know, some would call it pre evangelism if you will I mean relational evangelism I mean all those all those types of things I, I think's important you know that's that's something that we want to do and I I think one of the challenges in there kind of maybe another challenge is we want to bring this hope without coming off as the white savior, you know, or the, I mean, that was, you know, one of the difficulties we used to do, uh, what we called church in the park kind of down in, uh, in the West end. And you just, at some point I realized, uh, we're going to have to have a partnership with, uh, a black church with a black pastor. I mean, that was part of what led me to Kenny, you know, was, um, this isn't going to work unless I have some actual real relationships with people who live in the community, who work in the, you know, who are from the community, who know the community. Uh, otherwise, it just kind of comes off as this big, rich white church on, you know, the other end of town that wants to come in here and throw some hot dogs at us, you know. And so I, my hope is, is that e- there, there is a danger even now yeah. that we could be kind of seen as, oh, they sold their big fancy building and now they're going to build this other, you know, building. And, um, and so I think we've got to work hard to, to really love on the community, serve the community without communing, you know, without, uh, being arrogant in that or communicating yes. any, you know, we're the saviors, we're everything that you guys have needed. Um, and that, that's going to, I think that's going to be that's a challenge right. going forward, um, but but it is my hope that we can do that. We can serve, meet some of those needs without um, kind of this, um, well, this idea of gentrification being right. There. So that that's right. one of my hopes for the future. What else? What else um, is a hope for the future, brother? Yeah, another hope is that we can, we can encourage others. You know, the Bible Hebrews ten it talks about spurring others to good works. And, I, and my hope is that we can encourage others to consider how they can do incarnational ministry in their local context. Right. And it's not going to look the same for, for every church. It's not going right. to mean that every church needs to sell their building in a certain not. part of yeah. town and move That's into right. the uh, other part of town. Because if they did that, I'm pretty sure that would lead to some sort of gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. So it's yeah. not going to look the same mm-hmm. in in every context. But 
I do think we need to think about how we can be meet more incarnational mm. regarding the people we're trying to meet and right. we're trying to reach for Jesus. Mm. And here's the thing. We don't really know <laughs> what we're doing. That's right. Amen. Uh, yeah. But we, we do know the example of Christ. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to, yes. we're going to stumble over ourselves, but mm-hmm. we know that Jesus left glory um, to dwell with us. Yeah. That's right. right. And he Amen. he did not come to love us at a distance. He yeah. came to be near us. And so um, we can as much as we can reflect that and, and follow his example, then mm-hmm. I, I hope we can um, spur other others to do the same. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. What else would you say, brother? Well, this my final one would be. So every every Sunday, uh, Kenny has like a prayer time. That was something he had done at um, Smith Chapel, and that was one of the things that we we started doing with the merge. And the last Sunday that we were in church, uh, one of the, the in the in the old in the, you know in the Trinity's former church, um, one of the charter members who had been there for years and years, you know, raised her hand to share a prayer request. And she started with today's kind of bittersweet for me, and yeah. I got real nervous. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, I don't know." And then, and then she went on to say, "Like it's hard. It's hard for me to, you know, it's hard for us to to say goodbye. We're we're thankful for all the memories or whatever." But then she said, "I am so excited, and I just can't wait to see the Lord Jesus save people." Yes. And I mean, I you know, it's one of those moments I wish I could capture. You know, I need to go back and uh, watch it on. Uh, I think it's on. I think we have it on video yeah, somewhere. Anyway, yes. But it was just a powerful moment to me because I thought that's it. She gets it, you know. Right. Like we want to see people come to faith in Christ. Yes. And uh, we we want to we want to do that. We, we all the. I mean, we're not just building a building for the sake of a building. I mean, we we want hope. We want all those things. But our ultimate goal, right? Our ultimate hope is um, for people to come to faith in Christ and and for people to really see that. Uh, through Jesus, their sins can be forgiven, Amen. and they can have new life, and they can actually have, they can actually have friends who are different from them. Yeah, and not just friends, like brothers, brothers. and sisters, yes. like like family that is not the same. You know, Amen. and um, that that's something that man we're just excited about, and um, that's that's our big hope for for this. Amen. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so crazy question. <laughs> yeah. we, we're talking about the move. Um, and so we thought we'd do a crazy question about moving. So, so Kenny, what is a crazy, outside of what we've just done with the church, Right. what is a crazy moving story that you have for us, brother? All right. So back in, in June 2015, we moved from St. Louis and moved back to Sykeston mm. with the hope of starting a... Um, a multi-ethnic church. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, God, you know, it's calling me back to Sykeston. We're going back home. Um, going to miss St. Louis, but I'm ready to get to work. And yes. so <laughs> we're driving down to, to Sykeston in our vehicles. I get out of the vehicle and I immediately get stung by a mosquito. Immediately. Immediately. I mean, not <laughs> immediately. <laughs> that was the now, devil. The devil was mosquitoes. in that. The devil was in that mosquito. Right. Was it was. St. Louis there. has mosquitoes, but Sykeson is like, like Sykeson. in a swamp. It's not like Sykeson. It is nowhere near. There may not be another place on earth quite like. Man, this southeast Sykeson's Missouri mosquitoes is is really bad with mosquitoes. So That's I get stung awful. by this mosquito. I'm like. 
And let's nope. load it back up. Let's just, just don't even get anything out. Let's just, get let's out just turn around. We'll figure out the housing situation. But Lord, I did not think through the mosquito part. That's right. And, um, mm. I'm gonna need you to do something with this, or mm-hmm. um, I'm going back to St. Louis. <laughs> like one mosquito bite, and you're like the sacrifice is just too right. great. It's, it's too just much. too great. It's too much blood. We gotta go back. Be spilled for oh, this. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my right. goodness! What you, in the you world? literally got to give blood, sweat, and tears in Southeast Missouri. It's hot, true. humid, and a bunch yes. of mosquitoes. That's true. That's true. Yes. What about you, brother? Crazy moving story for you. Okay, so when I was in college, I took a job as a youth pastor in um, in a little church in a small community, you know, and they had arranged the the. Um, I guess the, probably the de- it's kind of a deacon-led uh, church, and so uh, the deacons had arranged for me to stay with one of with a deacon who was a widow and uh, was living by himself, and so he had some space. And so, you know, the day the day comes, I'm I've left college, I'm you know I've, my semester was over, and I go to move in, right? Yes. And I show up at this guy's house. I have a key; they'd already given me a key, and so I show up at this house. I knock; he's not there. So I unlock the door, and I go in the door, and I go to turn on the light. And there's a note taped <laughs> underneath the light. And the first line in the note said, when I'm gone dead. That was it. When and I'm it, gone dead. When I'm gone dead, dot, 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 right? Oh, and and then goodness. there was like a list. There was like one, two, three, four, five things to do, you know? And I don't, yes. I don't remember what the list said. But, but I remember seeing that. And my, my first thought was... This guy has committed suicide. Oh no! And I'm about to find a body yes. in, in in the in the in the house. Uh-huh. And this is his list of right. I yes. mean, that's his note. That was his note. He, he, he put it there so that whoever turned on the lights would find it. I I mean, it was one of the weirdest <laughs> times. So I like called the pastor and I was like, I don't know what to do. And he was like, Well, maybe you know, whatever. So I like I walked through the house. Thankfully, by God's grace, I did not find a body or anything like that. And and I later came to realize that that was almost like his will. That was last will. That was his last. So just in case something happened to him, he had a will there, uh, so that you know people would know kind of what to do. And 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 it was more like stuff like you know do this with the house or do this with this. Or, you know I don't yeah. you know if you could quite call it a will. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those. And then I'm like. I didn't even spend the night at the house, man, because I was I was like, I don't know. Yes. And, and the pastor was like, hey, why don't you come and just stay with, you know, stay with my family tonight. And, you know, and then tomorrow we'll figure it all out because we we did have a difficulty finding, you know, the guy that I was going to stay with. Wow. We couldn't figure out where he was. Oh, my goodness. And so, yeah, it was I mean, it was it was a crazy story. So I'm, we're not a lawyer. We're not mm. lawyers or anything, not, but yeah. that's probably not the best place to, put, best to put your will. So, it's yeah. under the light. It might actually yeah. be a genius place to put it because, you know, I mean, people it will find it. It was it was it was found. Right. I found it. <laughs> right. I still think at some point I'm going to write a book, and that's going to be the title of the book. When, when I'm, I'm gone dead. When I'm gone dead, that would be a cool. Yes. Oh wow! All the English teachers are cringing yes. right now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for uh, listening to us this week. Uh, thanks for uh, letting us kind of fill you in on kind of where we are local, locally, and what's going on with our ministry here. And uh, we'll look up to ke- uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. 
If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.